What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode 26.2. We are continuing our trek through Dragon Age Origins. A nice little Bioware RPG from 2009. Not very, not relatively old, but eh, it's still a classic in my book. And uh, but tonight I do have with me Matt Quinn. Hello. And returning guest uh, with with a bit of a migraine tonight. Uh, Sophie is back. Hello. So Dragon Age, um, kind of plowing through this game. It's one of those. It, it to me, I, I've already put ten hours in this game, and it feels like I haven't. Ten hours, man. I think I'm at like it's, fourteen or so. Yeah, I'm closer to yeah, about fourteen. Huh. I think I spent a lot of time faffing around at the beginning though, so. Well, I, uh, like I said, I've played this game twice before, so I do know exactly where to go, but, so yeah, the the last thing we did was that we went to the Circle of Magi, traversed the Fade, escaped it, and got the backing of the Mages or the Templars, depending on what we did, uh, got our first taste of how the story and choices can deviate, depending on what we've done. And uh, we're moving on to Redcliffe Castle, which is uh, Alistair's uh, kind of hometown. Um, we, we get a little information about that when we first enter Redcliffe Village. Uh, Alistair is kind of a, um, kind of a bastard. <laughs> um, his, he, he's basically a rightful heir to the throne, even. Uh, he, he admits this to us whenever we first entered the town, uh, telling us, hey, my dad was kind of the king at one time, but he, you know, my mother was a handmaiden, so they kind of kept it under wraps. Um, king Kalen is my half-brother. He's got an email. I was like, why, why are you doing this to me? Oh, somebody retweeted me. So... Um, but anyway, um, did anybody choose anything differently here as far as like, you know, we got a bunch of options of like, why didn't you tell us sooner? Or, you know, this, you know, this information might be very important to us. Yeah, I didn't do that. I was kind of like, that's, that seems a bit overly insensitive. So I thought I'd be a bit more kind of caring towards Alistair's scandalous past as it were yeah so uh what they did was was they they made him leave i guess denerim um was where the capital is uh they made him leave that and uh put him under the um the wing of uh the arl of uh redcliffe which is kind of like a mayor it's not really a mayor he's like a king he's a king of redcliffe so i guess of the southern section or maybe the western section of Ferelden. And uh, so we traveled there. And when we get there, uh, the town is pretty much in panic. Uh, they've said that uh, not only have they not heard from the Arl in days, uh, the castle at night, uh, these undead creatures come from the castle and attack the village every night for the past few nights. And everybody's kind of just going nuts. 
Uh, but they make a point of saying it's not the Darkspawn, right? Yes. Yep. They say this isn't Darkspawn, this is something else. This is... They, I mean, they say it's Risen Dead, they think, because it looks like zombies. Um, and uh, they don't know what's going on. They haven't heard from the king. He may be dead for all they know. Uh, it's It's pretty much complete panic around here. So we decide, or, or I guess I guess you can choose not to help them because it gives you that option. It's like we don't have time for this, but I never chose it. Yeah, I wonder what would happen. You skip the whole thing. You may just skip the whole <laughs> thing. It, see, I, what we're trying to do is is we're trying to gain as much help as we can before we go to the lands meet, which is basically the big council meeting for what we're going to do about all this crap. And so the more people we have on our side, the better argument we can make. And it also helps us clear our name that we, you know, going against Loghain. So we, um, we decide, I'm going to turn that fan down slightly. We decide to uh, help them out. Um, there's a few ways we can help them. Uh, the mayor needs help um, with a couple of things, as well as the uh, the leader of the... I guess, are they the Templars of the area? Or just the Knights of Redcliffe? You mean Ban Tegan and his men? Well, Tegan is the brother of the Arl. Um, but there's two people that we have to help in the village. One of them's the mayor, and the other one is the... I guess the, the leader of the Knights. Um, the mayor wants us to go uh, talk to the blacksmith to get him to repair equipment... And uh, also wants us to talk to a dwarf who is kind of like a mercenary uh, with some of his mercenary dudes uh, who refuses to come out of his house. Um, and then the knights need help too. Uh, I can't remember. I think he just wanted us to talk to the revered mother to see if we could get blessings for him. Um, so with the mayor... He wanted us to talk to the blacksmith. The blacksmith was locked up in his his smithy, and uh, is not coming out because he, he's unfortunately lost his daughter. His daughter was a handmaiden to the Arl, and she last time he saw her, she was in the castle. And well, what castle is? Bad things are coming from that castle, so the only thing he can think of is the worst. So he decides to lock himself up and drink himself silly. Yes. He, uh, yeah. He's well, drowning in self-pity. The, there, there's, there's one very important thing I, I do want to ask everybody. How did you handle entering these people's houses? Well, you mentioned the dwarf, hey? And before I really spoke to the, the mercenary guy, I kind of just had a bit of a wander around, and I, ca I think I came across that house first, like with the dwarf and his... And his two, I guess, men. And I kind of got my way, you know, you knock on, it's, it's locked, hey, the door, so you can knock in or force your way in, which is what I did. You forced and then, your way in? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, I just kind of felt like the situation required a, an urgent approach. And yeah, we kind of, I feel like I had, I can't quite remember, but I feel like I had that meeting with him before I kind of went to the blacksmith. Uh -huh. And I ended up just kind of like, Words didn't go well. I tried to persuade him. He wasn't having it, and then we just fought, so I killed him. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went and talked to the blacksmith, and he was a bit more receptive. So, 
the dwarf. I don't know what happened with the dwarf, or if you could have him in battle or anything like that, because, you know, I kind of killed that one before it even got started, really. (laughs) Uh, Well, Matt, how about you? (laughs) I tried my best to persuade both of these guys, but nobody was really listening, so I had to kick down a few doors. Oh, yeah, I kicked down every door. I mean, I didn't want to. Oh, I totally wanted to. I, I just couldn't convince anybody to have words with me otherwise so <laughs> I kicked down the doors I paid off the dwarf to come fight and the blacksmith uh, was very receptive to me I didn't have to fight with him or bribe him yeah. or anything well you have yeah, the you can anybody. go you, you can agree to go and find his daughter right so yeah. that's what Which I, I figured I was headed to the castle anyways so yeah. yeah so I um I would give everybody the benefit of the doubt I would knock on the door they'd say go away well, I'm I kicked in the door every time after that. Because, hey, there's freaking zombies running around here. We need help. Quit it's being an a urgent douche. situation. Yeah. yeah. And it was funny because they always did the same animation. And my dwarf, like, I need to take a picture of him. Because it's so ridiculous how he looks. He just looks like a, he looks like a, maybe like a 15-year-old kid. He's a little chubby. He's got, you know, chubby face. You know, he has no beard. He looks nothing like a dwarf. He just looks like a kid, and he did the same animation every time he kicked in a door. He 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 turn around and look to see if anybody was looking, and then just kick in the door. This <laughs> is and I walk in, and then everybody's just standing there. What's the meaning of this? Were you were you kick in my door? So um, I was able. You you paid off the dwarf, right? Yeah, that's um, what I did. I was able to persuade him through my dwarven experiences. Since I am a dwarf as well, he uh, he kind of responded. He's like, "Why should I help you?" He's like, I'm "Fellow dwarves, man, come on, you know we're brothers. Help me." It's like, "I whatever. This that means nothing. We're mercenaries." And we're like, "Okay, what if I chop off your fucking head?" <laughs> I mean, obviously that's not a dialogue option, but it was like intimidate. And so I intimidate him. He's like, "All right, fine, I'll help you." And I was like, "That's what I thought." <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't have to pay him. He came and helped me. And then I, I began to intimidate the blacksmith, but then he just kept getting angrier, and I was like, I'll back off. All right, I'll find your daughter. Shut up. So he he he, he agreed to do that stuff. So I had both them helping me. Uh, as far as the knight, the guy at the windmill that we have to talk to, I can't remember what his name mm. is. Um he wanted us to go talk to the revered mother to see if we could possibly he believes that she just has the power to turn undead if anybody ever plays D&D they know what that is uh, basically holy people can just vanquish undead stuff that's that's what he believes well we go talk to her she said I'm sorry but this is a faith based religion N- you know, God doesn't just come down and say, boom, everybody's gone. It's kind of like religion in the real world where <laughs> you have to have faith. <laughs> and, I mean, we'll give him a blessing if he wants to. Um, but he's, I, I was like, well, there was a couple options where you're like, well, t- can you just tell him that we're going to give you the holy power to destroy evil or something like that? And she says, no, she won't do it. She won't lie to the guy. And Sir Perth, I think his name is. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Not Sir Pounce. Sir Pounce. So, I don't... I didn't... Um, 
I, I didn't push that any further. I could have been the douchebag that I should have been and told her, look, just tell him, lie to him. You know, but I was like, all right, fine, we won't lie to him. And I came back and told him, and then he was like, all right, fine. No, I got a different... Yeah, I didn't intimidate her. I pers- I had the option to persuade her. Uh-huh. And um, I got offered to give um, some medallions or something, where she was like, it's kind of a bit of a false hope sort of thing, but if it makes them feel better, maybe it's for the best. So I got to take him a whole bunch of medallions that she said to tell the soldiers that the... Was it the maker would watch over them or something while they were wearing them? So yeah. that's what I got. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't get that. I just apparently I, I'm not very charismatic. I just I scare people. I'm not. That's very, just the way you roll. Yeah, I'm not very good at scaring clergy. <laughs> I didn't have it. I made that error the last time in um. Alistair. Was it Lothring? Yeah. yeah, and Alistair got really upset. So I didn't intimidate, but I had an option to persuade, and that kind of worked. Are so. you are you still having Alistair in your party? Yeah, okay. yeah. We and Alistair, I've been, I've given, I've tried to bribe Alistair, so I'm giving him gifts. Yeah. And he's he's kind of coming around now. <laughs> it's okay. I think we're on. I think our relationship is on the mend. You get a really good gift a little bit later. Yeah, we do. And um, even get a that was scene for it. That was a touching moment. Yeah. Um, so, uh, after we get everybody prepared, stuff like that, it's time for the, the night battle. Um, we begin at the windmill at the top part. Uh, here I had the, the dwarf and his mercenary guys with me, as well as the knights, while the mayor and a few other guardsmen were down at the bottom where the chantry is. Um... This fight wasn't difficult at all for me. It was just really long. Yeah, I was going to say, it went on for ages. Yeah, it lasted a long time. And there was always this one zombie that didn't make it to the battle, and he was way the fuck at the entrance. Yeah, I found myself (laughs) running back and forth quite a lot, thinking, you know, what is still going on? Because you still hear the music, like the battle music, so I knew it was kind of... They didn't attack in great numbers either. Like no. they came in spurts, so it was really easy, especially when you're fighting with the knights and a party of four as well. And it just, yeah, it wasn't challenging. It was just kind of like tedious. Well, see, that part wasn't. I mean, I didn't have any difficulty with my party members, but keeping the other guys alive was kind of difficult. Because um, you know, after you finish most of the guys at the top. The, the a guardsman comes and says, hey, we're getting yep. attacked down at the Chantry. Mm-hmm. We go down there. Uh, unfortunately, the mayor was killed in that battle for me. Um, so I got some of his goodies. But uh, he's dead. Uh, that was about it. Um, after the battle, you know, we get a cutscene with... Everybody kind of grieving and saying, oh, we can now go to the castle now. I don't know why we can go to the castle now. I mean, there's still bad shit happening. But before we run to the castle, um, when we make it up to the windmill, because they tell us that uh, there's a secret entrance to the castle through the windmill. And when we make it to the windmill, uh, Sir Perth is there. And um, all of a sudden, this woman shows up. Kind of find out it's actually the Arl's wife. She um, 
she comes running up in a panic saying, you guys have got to help me. You you guys need to... Well, actually, she was talking to uh, the Arl's brother. What's his name? Balin? Van Tegan? Van Tegan. Yeah. Van Tegan. What the hell? Uh, Tegan. Uh, she, she wants him to come to the castle alone. Um, and she was she won't really tell us why. She said that yeah, there's, she's, there's an evil there. She's definitely hiding something. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of was a dick to her. Just like, hey, fucking tell us what's going on, you know? Quit being so secretive about this. People are dying. The mayor's dead. We had to, we, we cast him out into the lake. You know, and shot arrow, fire arrows at it. Yep. Like a, like a Viking or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> We uh, she she got really pissed at us, but um, Tegan went to the castle with her, and we decided to kind of follow suit, but go through the secret entrance, which leads down to the the basement as well as the uh, where the the cells, the holding cells are, um, for the castle. And um, we begin to learn once we get there, uh. Bad things have happened, and people are getting blamed for it, and we don't really know what's going on. So there is a mage in one of the cells whenever we first enter the castle. Uh, he is a mage that was brought in to help train Connor, which is the Earl's son. Um, Connor is a young boy who they found out had magical abilities. Well... There's a couple of options with that. Um, either he becomes an apostate and practices magic, you know, kind of illegally, or he's going to have to be transferred to the Circle of Magi. So the queen, Arl's wife, decided she wants to keep that under wraps, so she wanted to hire this mage to basically train him to mask his powers. Because it, it it looks kind of it's kind of looked down upon, you know, mages are feared and stuff like that. So uh, it, it, they don't want royalty to be known as mages and stuff like that. But this is a very interesting mage uh, because he is also a blood mage. Um, in fact, I want to say, Matt, you have some history with this guy, don't you? Yes, he is the blood mage that through. My origin story, I was initially going to help and then decided that he was probably too dangerous to let go and uh, joined up with Irving to stop him, but then he escaped from the tower. Uh-huh. So I wonder how... So this is Jowen. Yeah, Jowen. I wonder how this uh, this dialogue went with you. There was a lot of him pleading. Uh-huh. He, he tends to always... Um, He's a bit of a whiner. Innocence yep. and ignorance, basically. Like, oh, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, it's not. My I'm fault. so sorry. Let me help. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's one other thing that happened. So we don't really know what's going on. Demons are here. You know, it looks like the work of blood magic. He's claiming I had nothing to do with it, but. But we know him to be a blood mage. We know him to be a blood mage, but also the Arl is sick. His sickness has absolutely nothing to do with what's going on in this castle. His sickness has to do with Jowen being hired by Loghain to poison the Arl. And he fully admits, yes, I poisoned him. 
because I thought I was doing something for the kingdom. Loghain is the ruler now. He told me to do this. So naive. So it's one of those things where should we let him out because we have options of letting him out and helping us or keeping him there or killing him outright. So what did everybody do? I left him there. Matt, I let you? him out and basically said, do what I say. <laughs> because I kind of felt bad for betraying him before. Uh huh. He didn't really want to come with me. So he was like, I don't want to come with you. I'll go off and, you know, do yeah. it on my own. And I was like, uh, I don't like the sound of that. You can stay right where you are. I made him stay there. Um, it's bad because I've played this game before, so I know what's going to happen. But I want to roleplay my character, and I want him to hate fucking blood mages with a passion. <laughs> I, I, he's fine with mages. If you abide by the law of the land, he's fine with it. But the moment you turn blood mage and you risk putting people in danger, including yourself, you need to die. <laughs> that's that's how I wanted to do it. But I did not kill him. I left him there because, yes, a part of me knows that we're going to need him later on. I mean, we don't really, but it, it makes it a little bit easier. So um, I left him in the cell. Eventually, once we travel through numerous fights, um, anybody have any fights, any problems with any of these fights? Um, no, not really. No? Yeah. Uh, we make it through to the to the main chamber of the Redcliffe Castle. Um, there we see the Arl's wife, the Arl's son, Connor, and Van Tegan uh, there. Uh... And it's kind of like, um, I'm trying to imagine, he's put Tegan under a spell, and he's acting like a court gesture. Uh, his mother is completely terrified and constantly pleading with him. You know what it reminds me of? I don't know if anybody gets this reference. There was an episode of The Twilight Zone, where this kid had telekinetic powers. He could turn people into whatever. And the the big gag was he'll send you to the cornfield. It's a lot like that. Their parents were completely afraid of him, and they wanted to just appease him. But it was always like childish things, like "Oh, give me a ball," or oh, "I want cookies," or something like that. It reminds me a lot of that because Connor still acts like a child, but he's this evil piece of shit. He has like. <laughs> brief moments of lucidity, doesn't he? He's yeah. kind of like, for a second or two, he's like, what's going on, Mum? What's going on? And then... And then he goes back. Yeah, then he goes back again. So, we show up, and, of course, the mother's like, what are you doing here? No, you, you shouldn't have came. And we find out the truth. And, of course, I was... I was a bit of a dick. So I was like, oh, it was a demon. I knew it. You're all behind this. You know, I, I, was, I was pointing the blame at everybody. And it's like, I knew this blood mage is here. I got found him. He's back there. He's saying he has nothing to do with this. I don't know if I believe him or not. But you guys are, are you guys are satisfying this demon. We need to kill him now. And, of course, he's pleading no. And then he sends every fucking body, including Tegan. He sends, like, all these guards and Tegan to fight us. I kill every one of them except for Tegan because apparently I'm good like that. 
Because I, I, mean, I, I straight up try to kill him, but... Yeah, no, I don't think you can, can you? Because I, I straight up, I thought I had killed him, and then, yeah. like, when yeah. you kind of, when that battle's over, he's, the the next scene is like him, you, you have a dialogue scene with him, don't you? Yeah, you help him So up. I wonder if you can kill him, or whether you just... I definitely killed him to where he was yeah. laying on the floor. Yeah, me too. That was it. Yeah, I think so he just kind of popped back up. Yeah, incapacitated yeah. him yeah. or something. Uh, and he snaps out of the 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 spell that he was under. Um, and Connor just runs off. And of course, the mother's like, "You scared him away." And like, Would you shut up? You're 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 a problem in this too. <laughs> so uh, Tegan, we come up with some solutions. We stand around, we talk about this. Okay, he's running around this castle. He's possessed by a very powerful demon. We don't really know how this happened. Uh, the blood mage Jowen downstairs is saying that he probably pierced the veil using his magical powers. Wait, who said that Jowen said that? Jowen said that. No, who who told your characters that Jowen said that? No, Jowen told me that. Oh, before? Yeah, before, while I was still talking to him. Oh. Cause I yeah, because like, for me, he walked right up here because I had let him out of the cage. Yeah. Oh, I said... I think I sent someone to go fetch him. Yeah, we... Tegan, yeah. yeah. Oh, so it doesn't really matter then. (laughs) Yeah, that was our next option, was we could either A... So our options are... We can go find Connor and kill his ass, and in the story, we're done. We can try to unpossess him and fight the demon while in the Fade, but that requires blood magic. Well, Jowen... He's, he's locked up down in the basement for me. Uh, we can go get him and have him do the ritual. Uh, which I chose to go get him so we could discuss this further. He comes yeah, up. Yeah, that's, that's what I did. Yeah, he comes up and then we have a few more options. So, in order for this ritual to work, you've got to send a mage into the Fade to fight the demon. Uh, that way we kill the demon basically while it's possessing somebody and not actually harming the vessel. Uh, this will require a ton of blood uh, to the point where you're going to have to sacrifice somebody. Uh, and we can't sacrifice Jowen because he's the one doing the ritual. So it has to be somebody else. Hey, even though everyone would like to sacrifice Jowen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so she, the, the mother kind of just volunteers herself. I'll do this. I will sacrifice myself if it will, if it will save my son. Of course, everybody's like, no, don't do that. Are you insane? This is, you know, we, there's gotta be another way. Well, there is another way. And it just so happens we know this other way because we went to the circle first. If we hadn't went to the circle first, we, I don't think we would have got this option. Uh, this option is... We travel back to the Circle of Magi. They owe us a favor because uh, we saved their asses. Um, and we can get some of the uh, the mages to come with us. They have lyrium there, which is you know a source of magic. Uh, they can bring enough lyrium to where we don't even have to use blood magic to do this. And we can just send in a, a mage from either our party. Or we can choose to send Jawan's ass in there and, and have him fix this shit. So... That's what I chose to do. Well, mine was a bit different to that because I did have the we could help ask the circle for help. Because if you remember in my playthrough, the um, Irving is it 
the first enchanter or whatever yeah. Yeah. Is, is dead. Yeah. So my options were kind of... It was kind of like I didn't really push that route and it was also implying that I couldn't really go back to the circle because it would just take too much time and we weren't sure if it was a thing. So I actually chose... And so I had the option of like going into the Fade and sacrificing someone or just killing Connor or whatever it is. And I actually chose the option... I'm not ready to decide yet. Let me think about it. <laughs> so I didn't pick anything, and I kind of left the dialogue, and then just kind of wandered off. And then what? <laughs> well, I kind of wander around the castle. I go up to the second floor, and you get to the the room where Connor's kind of standing outside the Earl's bedroom. Uh huh. And I attempt to enter the bedroom, at which point the demon kind of manifests, and then we have a fight. Did you kill Connor? Um, no, I didn't. I killed the demon. Uh-huh. And then Connor's kind of lying on the floor, and his mum's running up, and she's like, Oh, no, my baby! And he's still kind of a bit possessed, but he's totally out of it. And she's kind of like, Oh, you know, I'm basically, you know, Connor has to die one way or the other, but I didn't have to kill him, she killed him. Really? <laughs> yeah, I gave her a dagger. Well, I didn't give her a dagger, I said... I actually felt a bit bad for her at this point because I was like, you don't have to do it, I'll do it for you, you know, he's your kid, this, that and the other. She's like, no, I'll do it myself. And then I had the option of either saying, I don't trust you to do this yourself, um, I'm going to stand here and watch or I'll leave you to it. And I was like, I'll leave you to it. I walked out of the room and I had this cutscene where she gets a dagger out and, yeah, kills him. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's another option. Well, um, wow. I didn't expect you to do that. <laughs> I think you... Well, I didn't want to straight up kill him, you know, because I was like, mm, I, don't, I don't really want to do that because I think, like, people might disprove. And um, I didn't want to go into the fade again because, I, mm, I, again, I didn't really trust that. And I didn't really have the option of the circle. So I kind of just thought, what, what will happen if I just kind of wander around here and, yeah... Wow. Well, I um, I chose to go to the circle. I went back to the circle, traveled there, got into numerous fights. In fact, I got into a fight that's kind of uh, important. Um, this is a fight where I don't know if you got the cutscene, Sophie. Uh, be uh, but um, Logan hires a couple of mercenaries, assassins, to come take us out. No, I didn't get that. Oh wow. Um, so, yeah, you haven't got to that yet. Um, I mean, I'll go ahead and mention it. Uh, it's a character by the I name of... I don't think I did, anyway, but... Well, oh, maybe I, mean, I did. I think it might have happened after... You explain it, and then I'll... Uh, Logan hires, uh, some mercenaries to come, uh, kill us. Uh, they're, uh, or lesion. Uh, they, um... God, is it the... the something crows. Black crows? can't remember. Shit. It's it, something like the Black Fist Crows or something. Yeah, something Crows. It's the Crows. I'll just call them the Crows. Um, they, they're, they're like this uh, illustrious group of assassins. Everybody's heard of them. And uh, they... Um, they... Uh, they can tear some stuff up. And while you were gone, 
it Matt reminded me that we we actually met. I met that elf in the tavern. And Red Cliff Village. In Redcliffe Village, and he helped me in the fight there. So I was going to talk about that, but. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, I persuaded that guy too. Um. So yeah, we're back. I, I should mention that. You know, we're not going to beat around the bush about it. Yes, I had to stop the recording for a minute. But um. Uh yeah. So uh, the the assassination attempt. Um. Uh, Logan hired um. This guy. Matt, how do you pronounce his name? Zevran. Zevran. Yeah. I used to always in call my him mind. Z- I used to always call him Zephrin. <laughs> Zephrin. Zephrin. But I, I know that's not it. Is that like Zach Efron? Zephron. Zephron. Yeah, close, <laughs> close enough. Uh, he is a uh, an elf rogue um, who um, he's kind of like the leader of of this little band of assassins. Um, and while I was on my way to Redcliffe, or while I was on my way to the Circle, I got attacked by him. Um, and I killed all his buddies, and knocked him down, and he was, you know, talking to us while we were like, alright, we're trying to get information from him. Uh, but, uh, there's the option to have him join our party. And so, uh, I have him join my party. Yep, me too. I don't really trust him, but yeah, I don't either. Um, he uh, he may come in handy, which is what I told Alistair. Because Alistair was like, "Are you out of your damn mind? This guy <laughs> just tried to kill us, and now you're wanting him to join us." And I was like, "Look, we need all the help we can get. Plus, we might be able to use him." He still gave me a pretty big disapproval. I think he didn't give me a single disapproval point. Uh, you have him well. Tra- you have him well trained. I do. I do actually. Yeah. He doesn't I mean, like me, so I'm sick of it. So I subbed him out. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair probably doesn't like you because you're a mage. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, my team doesn't like me because I don't think Sten likes me very much either. <laughs> Even though, like, I can't seem to do anything to win back Sten's approval. Like, yeah, I keep trying to talk to him, and there's just no dialogue options. Yeah. Maybe that's just because Sten's kind of an asshole. Yeah. And you, you, you know, maybe dedicate your time to another party member. His uh, his race of people are very direct and very stern. And it's every time I'm trying to save somebody that he gets all huffy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, so I went to the Circle of Magi. I talked to the first enchanter, said, hey, I need some help over here. And he's like, all right, we'll come. So I go back to Redcliffe. Uh, the first enchanter's there. Um, they can use Thelirium, so we don't have to use blood, blood magic to get inside. And now we have to choose a mage to send into the Fade. I chose Jowan. <laughs> I chose him because I was, like, I was like, this is his chance to redeem himself if he wants to. So that's so that's what I did. Sent him into the fade. Um, not really difficult. You have to you have to play as just him. Um, there there was I did have to. This is the first time I had to bump down the difficulty. Um, and it was the final battle of the fade where I actually had to fight the demon itself. Um, 
because that that fight was fucking impossible. Um, if I didn't do it like that, and I bumped it down easy, instantly won. So, um, but yeah, after that, we lead the fade. Uh, Connor comes, snaps out of it. We kill the demon. He's uh, he you know he's he's alive and well. Uh, doesn't remember anything. Um, everybody's alive. Everybody's happy. Matt, did you do kind of the same thing? Yeah, essentially. I just went into the fade myself. Okay. Do you have a problem with anything in there? Nope. Yeah. Are you playing... Are you officially on easy? Yeah, I'm officially on easy. Okay. I, I, I bumped it down to easy, did that fight, and then bumped it back up to normal. Yeah, I think I was... I got off a bit light with you guys, because I'm playing on normal, but obviously I just fought the demon in the castle, so I had my whole party. Yeah. It was it was a little tougher, but nothing too. Uh... Again, it just took long a long time rather than being particularly kind of tricky. Yeah. So to grind it down. Luckily, Jowen has a blood mage, uh, which helps me out none in that final fight because <laughs> that you know I need as much health as I can get. Um, but he did have a wonderful ability called Paralyze, where it basically just froze the the demon in place and allow me just to unload on them. so fucking emails man but uh yeah that was that that was it for me um the only other options that we have afterwards is um at least for us is what are we going to do with Jowan yeah i um i told uh Tegan do whatever you want to with him this is up to you guys he did try to kill your brother, um, but he did help us, and he did he did pretty much save Connor. So um, I left it up to him, and um, now we um, now we are on the quest to find the ashes uh, to possibly save the um, the Arl. Yeah, I think. That's when I got the cutscene that you guys were talking about, thinking about it, the with Logan and the assassins. Okay, yeah. When I said, yeah, I'm going to go find those acid ashes. Yeah. That's what, it, it, it basically, I think, is whenever you leave that area at one point or yeah. another, it's going to happen then. Since <laughs> I left a little earlier to go, you know. To the circle, yeah. Yep. to the circle, that was, that's what happened, so. But Yeah. My pro so my problem is that I wanted to, I was trying to work it so that I could have them release Jowen into my custody, like, sort of like we did with Sten. Uh-huh. Yeah. So at first I was like, all right, release him. And then everyone got real mad, and it didn't look like they were going to let me take him, so I was like, all right, you can do what you want with him. But I don't, I don't see why that wouldn't be something that my mage said since he, that already happened with Sten. Huh. Like, I want him to be... I don't want him to be killed. That's why I, I didn't kill him before, and I had him released. So, but there's not really any other options for me. Like, well, why, I, I feel like I would just take him with me. Were you were you hoping he'd be a new party member? Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't. So, he just he just went off into the wild? Um, no, I, I, I backtracked, and oh, I was you... like, all right, all right. <laughs> 
We'll let the RL deal with him once he wakes up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but that's um, that's it for this episode. Uh, I, I, what, what does has anybody looked at the fact and see where we're going next? Is it going for the ashes? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Off to Denerim, urn of sacred ashes. And then the elf stuff, I think. Let me have a look. Um, Ruin temple. Is Ruin that? temple. Yeah. Probably where the ashes are. Yeah. Um, first we have to go to Denerim, which, yeah. if anybody knows, Denerim is the capital. Guess who else is in Denerim? Fucking Logan. Poor old Logan. <laughs> who, the guy who wants us dead, along with all of his fucking men are there. So we're going to have to go in. Sounds like fun. Yeah, we're going to go into the lion's den, get some information, and then get out and try and find these ashes. But that's it. That's not, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Um, no. Nah. I mean, here's a good question. Um, so we we've all pretty much reached uh, the level point where we can learn a new specialty. Did anybody choose? Did anybody choose a specialty? I don't think I, we talked about that on the last episode. I don't even um, know if I chose the first one. No, I don't think I have. So I my to... my first specialty was berserker. Yeah, I remember you talking about it. Yeah. Um. I don't know how you unlock those, unless you unlock them by putting points into certain stats and it unlocks it then. Yeah, I think so. I have a specialization point, but I haven't got anything I can use it on, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, it's, it doesn't let me select one of the warrior ones, so maybe it's, like you say, maybe I have to hmm. get to a certain point. I don't know. I haven't been paying that close attention to my leveling up, I must admit, so... Uh, you might want to do that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I kind of, I've been kind of focused on. I like to early in games like this. I like to spread them out a bit uh -huh. rather than focus too much on one one uh, aspect. So the um, it's uh, it's interesting. I don't think you can get all the specializations. In fact, I may be only be able to have a berserker now. I'm not too sure. I can't remember. I think you can only get one, but you get potential. To unlock other ones, um, this like specializations that are kind of hidden. Yeah. Um, they they those are more predominant in Dragon Age Two, um, because you basically have like a skill tree in Dragon Age Two, and they all revolve around the specializations. Um, everything's so much so much more streamlined in Dragon Age Two. Um, so, what level are you at? Oh man, that's a good question. Uh. Probably eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm nine. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm nine. Maybe ten, but probably nine. Because that would be odd if I was that far ahead of you guys. Um, so it's... And plus it all depends on how many side quests you do. Yeah. Which I did a few of the, um... The Chantry board in uh, Redcliffe. Not many. Just like one or two. Is there a tra I didn't even notice there was a board, so... <laughs> yeah, there is a chance board after you do the the big night battle. You can do stuff then, I think. Or you can in, the just, in the village, yeah. Yeah, in the village itself. Cool. You can. I assume I can go back there. Oh, yeah. Can, yeah. But let me see here. I'm going to check Twitter, and I'm going to check... I know we have an email. But let me see here. 
The last tweet I have was from William. It says, listening to this fade talk, I don't remember having any problems. Probably More probably in Anvil, uh, which we haven't got to yet, obviously. Uh, but let's see here. I got an email. Let me bring it up. I'm bringing it up on my phone, so you'll have to excuse me. This email comes from uh, Sean. Everybody knows him. Big Game Hunter. Mm. <laughs> um, he is back. God, load, you piece of crap. I swear to God. <laughs> there we go. Says, uh, great episode last week. I figured I'd chime in with a few of the choices that I made that were a bit different. If memory serves me right, I believe I left Win at the Magi Tower and never had her join my group. Felt she was better served there. Also haven't heard anyone if anyone has the dog added to their party. <laughs> I think this was the first game that I had a companion that I actually cared about mainly due to the fact that he would often do stuff around the camp for comedic relief, which made him feel like a great character in the game. Hmm. Yeah, I had the dog for a while, but then I thought I subbed him out mainly because mainly I kind of wanted a, a mage, and, you know, I wanted to have Alistair. I felt like I needed more fighting power, but I had, I carried the dog with me and up until we left Lothering. He was, he was by my side. See here. Another thing I was curious on was who you guys are going after in your romance subplots. Haven't heard much discussion along those lines. So I personally pers uh, pursued Leliana and Morgan at the same time, but eventually chose Morgan. At this point in the game was the first time in my playthrough I felt bad because when you let Leliana down, she pretty much stops talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate that the game made me feel like an asshole for leading her on. Um, I'm going for Leliana. I'll probably go for Morgan, but I haven't spent any time wooing any of these ladies to it. I've been giving her uh, uh, presents and stuff, gifts. Um, slowly getting her up. Uh, but I'm also doing it because um, I'm constantly getting inventory fucking full. Yeah, yeah me too. Me too. I cannot and stand that. They fixed that. When I last that. tried to buy like a, a, you could buy like a backpack or whatever, and I didn't have enough cash for it, so yeah, it's annoying. Hey, where, do, where, where do you find those backpacks again? Cause I I'm... don't know. I found one in um. It was where was it? It was the place we were before, but uh, maybe it was at the circle. I'm not sure. Okay. One of the people who was, you know, wheeled, there was someone who had, like, a rucksack, but I didn't have enough cash. I'm so. pretty sure Sandal and his father, um, the ones that set the, the camp. Yeah. That, I'm pretty sure they have one. I may be completely wrong, though. But that's going to, as soon as I have the cash and I see you on. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Because that's happening all the time. And it's yes. annoying as shit. It's really annoying, because, well, like, you, there gets to a point where you come across some, like, I, I tried to take lots of stuff because I feel like, well, even if I'm not going to use it, I can sell it later, right? And then at other times you come across some really good stuff and you... I just can't hang on to everything. So yeah, everyone's getting gifts from me. Yeah, that's how I'm doing it too. Not because I'm pursuing them, but just because <laughs> I'm relieving myself of my burdens. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, it says, uh, as far as party management goes, 
I would often combine my group with Morgan and Alistair, or Morgan and Leliana, as often the side dialogue was very entertaining while mm-hmm. they were in your group. I also like to bring up uh, I also like to bring up how Matt said last week that the silent protagonist was a downside for him. I personally love the silent protagonist angle because it felt like it was you controlling yourself instead of controlling a character. This also forced me to read o- over the options a little bit more each time because I knew I would not get to hear it played back to me. Uh, and lastly, even though the fade was a long and tedious section, I don't think it was as terrible as people make it out to be. Mainly because the fade succeeds in the goal I think the designer set out in doing, which is making an area uh, that makes you feel helpless and lost. Due to the, <laughs> well, this is true. I guess they succeeded in that aspect. Due to the nature of it being a dreamlike state, even though they could have guided people a tad better, I think it isn't that bad. I actually had a more frustrating time with the end boss of the game, as uh, he had mm. some as he had some abilities that made it hard for my warrior to kill. I remember correctly. If I remember correctly, you have to solo fight this guy, and since my warrior was pretty much a tank, I really didn't do enough damage. Which made this fight long and annoying. Oh, good. That sounds like Yay. I'm going to have fun. <laughs> me too. Can't wait to hear how you guys wrap up this game. Uh, it's really helping me relieve some moments, relive some moments uh, in the game before Dragon Age 3 comes out, which they are still calling it 3 or just Inquisition. Regards, Sean. Uh, they, are sti- they are just calling it Inquisition now. It is Dragon Age Inquisition. There is no 3 anymore. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited for Dragon Age Inquisition. I think that looks great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, me too. But yeah, um, I do appreciate the email. But if you anybody else listening would like to send me an email, you can send us email at zt. Oh fucking hell, Drew at ztgd.com. <laughs> Uh, we'll read it on the show. If you would, uh, please leave us an iTunes review. It greatly appreciate it. It helps get our name out there, have other people listening to us. Uh, we'll read that as well. And you can also tweet to us all. Uh, you can follow the podcast uh, itself. It's at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, you can follow Matt at, at REMGS. You can follow me at DML Fury. And you can follow Sophie at SM Halliday. Uh, am I missing anything? Not that I know of. I suggest, think you're good. Yeah, yeah. Suggest games to us. Uh, I know we do in Dragon Age, which is a fairly long game. I think we probably got about at least three more episodes, probably four. So you think we're almost halfway? I would say no. Nah, we're a little less than halfway. Is the lands meet halfway, or is that like that's that's, that's the Beginning of the end? That's the beginning of the end. The Landsmeet is. Okay. Um, halfway is... It's really hard to gauge halfway. Whenever you're halfway done with recruiting people, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you go to the Landsmeet, and then you have your big battle. Um, holding off the Darkspawn. Uh, but yeah. That's, um, that's it for us. Uh, we will be back next week with more uh, Dragon Age. But, um, yeah. I appreciate everybody listening. But until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And I'm Sophie. And we will be back next week with our continuation of Dragon Age Origins.
I.